Hello, Blood Brothers. This is George G. And the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Tracy Litt. Tracy, are you ready to do this? I am ready to do this. All right, let's go. Tracy is the success mentor for visionary leader, women leader. She's the CEO of The Lit Factor. She's a speaker, an author, and transformational leader. Her newest book is Expander for Trailblazing Women, Building a New World. Tracy, so excited to have you back on. Tell us a little about your personal life, some more about your work, and what motivated you to put pen to paper for the new book. Thank you so much. I'm so excited about Expander um, and the impact it's already creating and what it's going to do. Uh, so Expander started as an article, right? Like I was gonna, I was gonna write a, a few paragraphs of something, and then I kept writing, and I was like, okay, maybe it'll just be a longer blog, and then. It became a white paper because now we're up to like, you know, it's nine pages and 10 pages. And I was like, you know what? Let's just go right into it and make it a beautiful, small but mighty ebook. And that's how it was born. Um, one of the things I know, like I know, like I know, is that I am here to lead women into building this new world, this world of more higher consciousness, elevated frequency, open heartedness. And to do that, we have to call out and eradicate the outdated paradigms that are detrimental to us reaching our unlimited potential. And that's the basis of the book. It is calling out seven of the most limited paradigms that masquerade as the road to success. <laughs> and then I'm introducing seven brand new paradigms, progressive, that can allow us to build this new world that I know we all desire and deserve. So paradigm is an amazing word. What does paradigm mean? Here's what's so great. I'm so glad that you asked that. So inside of the book, I uh, explain and break down and share an anatomy of a paradigm, right? Because really at its core, there's, it's often that words are thrown around, right? But when we really, really look at what do they mean and why do we need to understand them, a paradigm in its simplest form is as a construct. It's a model. It's a way of seeing something. And when we look at the paradigms that are social paradigms, it's important to understand how do these originate, right? So if the paradigm itself is an example or a model of understanding, a way of seeing something, and I'm talking about paradigms like mothers should do everything for their kids, you have to earn your worth, being emotional is weak, um, your happiness depends on things going your way, we get to take a look at how did these paradigms get created and what lives inside of the actual anatomy of a paradigm? What makes up a paradigm? And if they're harmful, why do we keep perpetuating them, right? Behaviorally and mentally and emotionally. So yes, that is what a paradigm is. Why do we keep doing the same stuff over and over again, even though it's pretty clear that it's not serving us? <laughs> So good. Um, because growing through and shifting your identity takes intentionality and it takes doing deep work. It is um, uncomfortable and it calls you to look at certain things about how you were raised and the belief structures you hold 
and the wounds that you experienced that you suppressed and the way that you've disassociated with your body, right? And at the core, shifting paradigms lives in the art and science of change. And change is about making the unfamiliar familiar and the familiar unfamiliar, right? And our current identity and belief structures and ways of being aren't allowing you to shift them without a fight. Yeah. So it's, I'm just going to leave well enough alone. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and it's, and it's good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so many things, this is the way it's always been. This is what's been modeled, modeled for me. This is what most of the women in the world are doing and subscribing to, which is why I'm so excited about the mission of building this new world, because you get enough women, enough humans shifting their paradigm, shifting their behavior, and then it silently gives permission to the people around them to shift as well. And before you know it, we are all operating at a higher consciousness and a higher frequency. That permission piece is such a big deal mm -hmm. because if I don't feel like I'm deserving of having more than I have, then I'm not going to take those initial steps because mm -hmm. I feel like I either I feel like I don't have permission because I don't feel like I'm deserving or I'm not maybe seeing people who are doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's I it, well, and at the core of that is and this is part of the becoming an expander, you learn how to operate from your inherent wholeness. And when you operate from your inherent wholeness, you don't question your deservancy. Because you know, you deserve nothing less than the heights of your capacity, right? And another part of our limited conditioning, especially for women has influenced and programmed us to say, you should be happy with what you have. This is enough, right? But that's not what's real or true. You're meant for more. You know you're meant for more. You can have more. It's safe for you to actually have it all. You don't need to have one area of your life in a, quote, shitty position, right? Because it's like, well, it's not okay if everything's thriving at once. If I have abundance and love and in money and in my team and in my parenting and in my sex life and in my friendships, who am I? Who am I? to have that level and depth of blessing, right? Who are you not to claim that space? That's part of this whole expansion journey. I think that that's such an important thing. And I can, I can really identify with that. Early in my life, I was doing lots of things and lots of good things, but I was just feeling like there was more. And so I'm sure that there's a lot of people that are probably like that. Absolutely. And, and it's and it's not necessarily the more in the external and enjoy those things and have have purses and houses and vacations. I love it all. Enjoy, enjoy. But that call for more is a soul's call. Your soul has an objective and it knows it's meant for more. It knows you have a gift and more often than not, you had these gorgeous gifts when you were young and you used to play with imaginary friends and make dirt pies and, you know, all of these fun things before your conscious mind started judging you and putting you into the control matrix of society, et cetera, et cetera. It's tapping into that more like just like you, George, and you and me and Tracy, our soul 
came in this form of the people that we are. And there are unique gifts that only I can bring and unique gifts that only you can bring and unique gifts that every listener can only bring. And when you have that call, that more is about answering what your soul is asking for. So why, why not explore it? Exactly. That's it. That's exactly right. And the only thing that pro well, not the only thing that's, that's too simple. The, the main things that prohibit us from that exploration is our humanness is our conditioning is the way our society functions is the, is the, is the warped masked depth of lack and fear and separation that we were all indoctrinated into. Who am I? There's not enough. Why should I go after that? Right? Because it is so foreign to most of us to be connected enough with our bodies to feel our souls and listen, right? And it would, it would eradicate the, is that responsible? Right? Like there's so many different things that we were raised with that responsible. Is that good? Is that going to be secure? And all of these things, it's, they're pure limitation. They're pure limitations. Part of what kept me in my corporate job for two years before taking the leap. I was in a secure, right? I, I was under the, the uh, misinformation that my security was my paycheck. And it is not. My security is me. Yeah. So it's I'm scared that if I step out away from what I have, even if it's not what I inherently know that I want, that the pursuit of the abstract unknown will leave me wandering lonely and I'll die in the desert or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or be too much of a risk or people are going to judge me. And who do I think I am? And what if it doesn't work out because our minds are wired for the problem? Right? Your mind is always going to show you all the reasons why you should not. It is always going to take you right down the rabbit hole of hell in the what if direction of disempowerment. Right. And you as the being that is directing this whole show, your mind, your body, your nervous system, your heart, all the things you need to show up for yourself. You need to show up for yourself and recognize that those are just options. That's not what's real. It's not factual. And your purpose as a spiritual being having a human experience is to answer the call, is to heal, is to grow, is to ascend, is to expand and stop perpetuating all the limited ways that we were all raised. I think that expander is such a great name. Uh, because we can see people like you've been talking about the more people who are engaged in this work it helps to give permission but we can actually see an example of oh look it's another human being that is not so different than i am and so that is what is possible and it's evidence it's giving my conscious brain evidence and my subconscious yes a thousand percent thank you you totally get it that's exactly where that name came from expander when you are an expander you are expanding possibility for self 
You are expanding possibility for the collective. You are expanding possibility for everyone who's paying attention to you, right? And when we think about this through the lens of parenting, who's paying attention to you? Your kids. And you say you love them more than anything. And you want them to be incredible, independent, empowered, contributing members of this collective world. But then you are anxious and you're flipping out and you're being short-sighted and you're not prioritizing yourself, right? It's like, whoa, whoa. What am I expanding for them, right? When you have a team, you're running a company, you have clients, you are always modeling something. And when you model being an expander, you're modeling compassion and open-heartedness and prioritization of self um, and connection to energy, which ultimately drills down to unlimitedness. Unlimitedness. We, you and I know we're unlimited, actually, actually. And the more of us that continue to expand and become expanders, we start to expand the world. Is it okay if my motivation to step outside of what I'm doing away from the old paradigms and into the new is because I want to be an expander for my kids? Does it matter instead of I'm going to do this for me? Mm, that's such a good, that is like a really, really good, rich question. And, and it feels uh, layered for me. So anything that allows you to start to go within and work on yourself is a big yes. I don't care what the origin is because now we're in motion. Now we're paying attention, right? Then as you peel back a few layers, that catalyst will change. And you will realize that honoring it for you does become important, right? It can start because of your kids. That can be like the, I'm going to do it. But then once you start to do it and you actually realize that relationship to self is what's driving all of your outcomes, then you will allow yourself to say, I'm doing this for me. And that's beautiful. I love it. Can you give us one of the, uh, or one or two of the new paradigms that you're introducing? Yes, absolutely. Um, so there's, se there's seven of them that I introduce. So let's see which one. Okay. My, one of my favorites is conditional happiness into unconditional joy. So one of the limited paradigms that we all operate under right now, or most of us, is conditional happiness because we were raised to believe that the outside creates the inside. And we were raised to believe that the answers are external right? Which has created this interesting format of when this happens, then I'll feel why. When I lose 10 pounds, then I'll feel sexy. When I hit seven figures in my business, then I'll feel successful. When I have clients in my program, then I'll feel worthy. And not only is that limiting because that model pushes those things further away because you're making your emotion conditional on their arrival, it's also warped because the feeling comes first. In the new model of unconditional joy, we realize that we get to choose how we feel and we get to cultivate that state from our, inside our inner environment. And when we do prioritize how we feel, it flips that model, that format on its head to when I, when I feel Y, then I generate X, right? When I feel successful, then the business grows. When I feel sexy, 
then I love my body and the weight sheds off, right? Because your emotions are frequency and vibration. And the higher you are, that's where like high vibe, good vibes only, all that stuff comes from that space. We are looking for a high vibration. And when you're making your emotions conditional on external events, not only are you lowering your frequency and pushing things away, that's why there's so much dysfunctional overachievement because you think that the next job or the next office or the next spouse is going to be the thing that finally makes you feel whole and nothing could be further from the truth. There's a lot of super powerful stuff there. <clears throat> I, I've always loved the idea of choosing how I feel about something, but I love even more the idea of prioritizing how I feel about something, mm -hmm. which is similar, but very different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, because that's one of the most magical things to know about yourself. When you start to go within, I get to choose how I feel and I can feel that way all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I can recognize that when I stop judging my emotions, I can also express the ones that need to be felt. And that creates the highest energetic frequency possible because a misconception is, well, if I, if I feel the anger I'm feeling, then I'm not high vibe. That's wrong. That, that's wrong. It's misinformed. And it actually goes right into another one of the paradigms, which is moving from emotional congestion into emotional expression. When you allow yourself to feel all the feelings on the spectrum with willingness and non-judgment, then what you're doing is you're not holding or suppressing the emotion. You're, you're noticing, like, I'll give you an example. I, we're doing a lot of big things and we're changing things and we have a huge debut coming in the fall and I'm running a team and it's bigger than anything I've experienced before in my life. So I'll be sitting at my desk just like this and having a nice morning and I did my meditation and la 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 and I'm sitting and all of a sudden I can feel my body like tighten, tighten, tighten and the team messed something up and I forgot to do this and I can feel the anger and the frustration come upon me. That is not the moment to suppress it. That is not the moment to say, well, those aren't high vibe. Let me just, let me just think of something I'm grateful for. Absolutely not. That's bypass. That's the moment where I then push away from my desk. I go outside or I go into the garage, whatever my body wants me to do. And I go in the garage, I mean, my body wants me to punch the punching bag or scream. And I do that. Or my body says, no, just put your feet in the grass and get your sun on your face. Right. And I do that. And then it helps the emotion process out. Like we want everything up and out. And when everything's up and out, our bodies are clean and clear to allow the real potency of our electromagnetic field to come out. Bypassing it is not going to work. Just go right into it. Yeah. Yeah. And that requires a big, big shift in paradigm because yeah. it is a rarity for any of us to be raised to allow the discomfort of emotion. Right? Yeah, it's huge. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for coming back on. Thanks for writing the new book. Where can people learn more about you and where can they get their copy of Expander? 
Yes, thank you so much. And thank you for having me. I adore being here and I'm so grateful. Um, so Expander is being distributed. The ebook is free. So it is yours to grab at theexpanderbook.com. So it's theexpanderbook.com. Grab your copy and it's a beautiful ebook. It's very like artistically designed. So it's an easy read, 57 pages. And then you'll have an option if you choose to, to grab um, the audiobook, which is basically a private podcast feed where I read the entire book to you, um, which is very helpful if you like to listen to audio. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Tracy your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to theexpanderbook.com. And I know it's hard to hear me today and understand what I'm saying, but it is theexpanderbook.com. Pick up your copy and check out the audiobook as well. And Tracy, can people get in touch with you on that website as well? Um, you can get in touch with me uh, at thelitfactor.com. So it's the lit, L-I-T-T factor.com. And we are at the lit factor on Instagram, which I am in the DM. So message me anytime. Awesome. Definitely take advantage of everything that Tracy has to offer. I think this is your third or fourth time on the show. And obviously I always enjoy the opportunity to talk with you and I love your perspective and so many of us, in fact, I'd go so far as to say most of us are, you know, falling victim or have fallen victim to something, one of those seven paradigms that you've talked about. So the more we can be doing the work and consciously jumping into it, uh, the better our lives are going to be. So now is the time. Go to theexpanderbook.com and get your free copy of it, for goodness sakes. There's absolutely no reason not to do that. Thanks again, Tracy. Thank you so much. Until, until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.